the day. You keep using that word. I don't think it means what you think it means. Today's word of the day is akimbo. A-K-I-M-B-O, an adjective meaning with hand on hip and elbow bent outward. Cousin John joins us today. John, what do you think of this, uh, this word of the day? I think it sounds cool. Akimbo. Akimbo. So now when you see NBA players out on the court and they're their hand on their hip with their elbow bent, you just say, oh, they're pretty akimbo right now. Like kind of standing all sassy kind of. Standing akimbo. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Might be a little, might be tired too. Not exactly sure. I'm going to leave it up on my phone and then maybe that will motivate me to actually use it for once. The oh. word of the day. You searched it? Yeah, akimbo. A-K-I-M-B-O. That yeah, is, I that's it. the whole point, but you know. We don't know if it's actually going to work like that or not. That is the voice of Cousin John, as I introduced him a minute ago. Uh, Flan is not present. He's working out, and there's a pretty torrential storm out right now, so I just told him, I was like, you know what, dude? Just focus on your bod. Yeah, we'll risk John's life on the way home, but hey, not you know, yours, Flan. You were down. You owe us, though. You were too drunk last week, and you're back in the saddle now. Yeah, I was. Too. Yeah. yeah. It's all good. It I haven't been here for a good while, actually. Happens to the best of us. Welcome back. Thank you. And with that being said, let's get it on. Let's go. See me rolling Tupac, I'ma get it on my own, man Had to move away to get me closer to the ocean Seashell, had to get it myself At the house since a young and I've been paying my bills For the longest I don't need you, all you niggas see through Round up motherfuckers, I can wait through Too much money to be making, need it wide Work for myself like all you niggas sign it Look at you, probably can Google me, eh? Dr. Guap, what did you do to me, eh? Wake up, like, what are you doing today? I'm making first to economy, eh? I'ma go back to hiatus. If these juice won't play this, might die, might die. RP to my day. Welcome to the Cohort Sports Report. My name is Jeff Woodworth, joined in studio today, or I guess in garage, by Cousin John Elmarini. Cousin John here in the studio garage. I got it right. Ready to be here. I'm just so happy. Your last name is just such a, a hurdle for me. You did a first try, too. You didn't even ask, so I was pretty impressed today. Last time last time I was here, which was a while ago, you really butchered it. It's been a while, but yeah, we, we covered that in the, in the beginning. We got a great show for you today. A lot's gone on. Um, it is a torrential downpour out right now, so if you are in Sonoma County and the surrounding Bay Area, stay safe. Uh, if you're not, then you're lucky. You're avoiding and this. And still stay safe. Well, yeah, stay safe, but you're lucky that you're not experiencing this torrential downpour. I feel like we're like, oh, this is so crazy, and like, if we say this to someone who lives in Oklahoma, they'd be like, man, fuck you. Like, yeah, you're right. Two inches over the next 24 <laughs> yeah, hours. That's like, oh, what we're freaking out yeah. about, but, you know. Yeah. Uh, my girlfriend can expect that too. It's so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. What are you say? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's raining hard out. <laughs> okay. Um, so, <laughs> uh, 
Oh, yeah, so funny. I made myself laugh. All right, uh, we've got a packed show today, and I'm not just saying that. We really do. I've broken it down to John because it has been such a long time since he's been here. We've, we've reshifted the show order. So with that being said, let's get right into it. John, I have a couple of topics here that we can start off with. I'll let you pick. I'm just going to say one word, and you pick which one, okay? okay. Clemson, Dubs, Embiid. Actually, I lied. This one's to Adam Gase. Let's start with him. We're going to start with Adam Gase? Yeah, we're going to start with him. Okay. So Adam Gase got introduced. The former Miami Dolphins head coach, Adam Gase, got introduced as the New York Jets head coach on Monday. And I did not know this about Adam Gase, but he is balding. And not that there's anything wrong with that. It happens. But, um, <laughs> no, Flan's not here. He'd be one to talk about that. His hair's thinning out. He's freaking out about really? it. Really? Oh, he? he's totally. I would yeah. never be so he's, mean to say anything. I, I, didn't, I haven't noticed either, Flan, if you're going to be listening to this. I am, and he doesn't listen. So <laughs> I, I, <laughs> he doesn't listen at all. Uh, plus, I'll be getting a drink with him this weekend, so we'll be talking about it then. And you know, and then I'll be like, no, dude, you're still good. You're fine. You Go yeah. talk to that chick over there at the bar. Yeah, you're like, <laughs> cool. Yeah. Like, I got it. So, you know, I, I ride for him. But I'm still going to poke fun at him. Yeah, and he's the one who brought it to my attention it's not like i even for sure. he's I mean, the yeah. one who who brought that insecurity yeah. upon himself but um so adam gase balding adam gase is also do we say crazy is that fair that's reckless speculation i want to say allegedly uh adam gase had Kooky? something going something on with his eyes bro during that introductory press conference eyes were rolling i just saw everywhere. like a little snippet of it but it, it looked weird it eyes were weird. open it was meme material for sure he says he doesn't check the internet so he's good to go oh he's fine he's bulletproof do you yeah. remember that song this time baby i'll be bulletproof no. oh it's like no. it's like popular like mm, six seven years ago now at this really? time uh, 2011 2012 was it like a pop song or yeah, yeah uh, it was a radio banger okay for sure one well, of the few that i actually listened to that i was like that goes you know? i'll probably look it up and then be like oh yeah that's yeah i remember that song yeah, okay exactly um all right so yeah adam gase bulletproof because he doesn't check the internet but what's interesting dude is i don't maybe it was drugs that's reckless speculation allegedly <laughs> maybe it was drugs maybe he was rolling because if flan was here i'd have been like you definitely would see some people at the music festivals that you go to that give you that look just there the whole yeah Oh, overwhelmed. Maybe he was like, the moment got the best of him. That's what I'm thinking, right? At first I was like, he's an awkward individual. No, he's high. No, you can't jump to those two conclusions just because that's what most people are. (laughs) Very (laughs) awkward or high. high. A little Uh, bit of both. (laughs) But yeah, so Adam Gase was probably just overtaken by the moment, right? Maybe. The difference between New York media and Miami media. Probably a big difference. There's all these people with suits and ties and cameras and and, and like... No more sandals and boards. Yeah, no more Bermuda (laughs) shorts and... and, uh, one of the Tommy Bahama shirts yeah. where a guy's just holding an iPhone in your face. Like, give yeah. me a quick little quote for this article, you know. Uh, I mean, I don't want to, you know, generalize Miami like that. But, I mean, I, you, New York media, we hear all this stuff about it, and I'm sure it's got to be, you know, pretty taxing and overwhelming at first, right? You can match his eyes with uh, Kawhi's laugh, maybe. Not <laughs> 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 uh, like Jim Tomsula farting during his introduction. Did he? I believe it was the second one because he got introduced as the Niners interim head coach the first time. And the second one, I'm pretty sure there's a soundbite of him farting. You oh, can geez. double check that. That's, yeah, just so quick. That's, mm. Yeah, it's oh. disgusting. You just got to blame it on somebody. I always think he just looks like somebody should be making you own Italian, you know, meatball stuff. Yeah, he definitely back. does. So I wouldn't be surprised if he had some extra marinara that just yeah, kind of yeah, was running yeah, through him yeah. in the time. Anyway, uh, Adam Gase, he's got tons of cap room. And Sam Darnold as his quarterback, they're probably going to overpay for Le'Veon Bell. That's the one hot take that I'm not jumping off of. And have fun doing it. He's a very good player, but you're going to overpay for him. But they have a shit ton of cap room. 
So I think Adam Gase will do just fine. And they probably believe in Darnold where they're they're going to put some pieces around him. For sure. So I expect nothing but good things from the Jets. If not this next upcoming season, within two. I'm saying within, they will have a playoff run within Sam Darnold's rookie contract, if that makes sense. It does. Yeah. So I think he's got three years left on it. So in the next three years, they're going to make a deep playoff run. A deep uh, one, huh? Take it to the bank. Oh, they'll wow. be playing divisional round, not just wild card. They'll be divisional round, okay, well, where they'll probably Jeff, lose Jeff, to Tom sa- Brady. Settle down. Where they'll forty-four-year-old Tom. They'll Brady. They'll still probably do it, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. So yeah, Darnold will be twenty-four at that time or something like that. So uh, Tom Brady, literally twenty years older than you, he's literally been playing football for as long as you've been alive, yeah, or playing professional yeah, football for as long crazy. as you've been alive. That's crazy. That's nuts. All right. Next up, do you want to go Clemson, Dubs, or Embiid? We're gonna we're gonna save the best for last, so we're gonna go Clemson this. <laughs> okay, uh, all right. So Clemson took their White House visit this past Monday, and uh, there was an issue, just a, just a wee bit of an issue. The government was shut down, and while we're not a political podcast, we will poke fun at this this situation. Did you see the picture of the spread that apparently the president himself <laughs> sprung for? That's a lot of Big Macs. A lot of Big Macs, fillet of fishes. Oh God! I think they had Wendy's too. The only, actually, the only two. Oh, it wasn't just McDonald's. No, it was not McDonald's. There was pizza. There was Burger King. There was some Wendy's. The all fast food powerhouses were represented except for two, Taco Bell, and then the West Coast powerhouse of In and Out. But that's like if you're really presidential, you would have gotten yourself some In and Out. They go as far east as like uh, Arizona or something like that, maybe Texas or something like that. So you could have gotten it if you really wanted to, if you if you had the pull. But uh, could there you imagine in and out in Texas? Could you imagine eating a three-hour-old fillet of fish that's just been sitting it's out there? Disgusting. Would you? Could you imagine just eating a fillet of fish in general? No, no. I it's like when the McRib comes around, you're like, who the fuck is buying a McRib? Well, it's funny that you say that because oh, that was God. another take that people said is that the president should have flexed and brought the McRib back just for the occasion. Oh, there it Said, look at this. Look at what I can do. This oh. this guy this guy. Is so wealthy. There's so much money in that. Why, they, why couldn't they get them a proper spread? I, well, it, because you can't pay the, the workers. What they did was they did. Get order a, a, a gosh dang catering service, gosh Jeff. Dang. Yeah, okay, Philip yeah. Rivers, relax. Frick <laughs> dang, give me. Ex- you can do that. A they catering. probably could. But, oh, of course you but could. But you wouldn't get the uh, the McDonald's sauce in the nice little silver oh. uh, saucers, yeah. right? Like, oh. And they would just put the packets in there. Whoever did, did that tried to make it look as classy as possible. Did we hear anything about. The Clemson players' reaction to it? Did no, they think it was funny? Or was the guy like, yeah, cheeseburger? There right? was a couple kids that I guess reported saying like they had no shame in saying, yeah, I slid a couple burgers into my pockets for later. Like yeah, I took I something. And I don't blame you because you're some a college big kid. Boy. At, I don't yeah, know how you big feel. offensive lineman. I don't know how you feel, but at 25, I can't eat Taco Bell like I did at 21. It's amazing. Maybe it's just something with my with Fun my makeup. Fun fact. You want to hear it? Taco yeah. Bell? I haven't had Taco Bell in like eight years. Wow. I had a... I was eating it one time on a lunch break, and I looked down. And I said, "Why the fuck do I eat this?" And I never <laughs> ate it again. Damn. Never. I read, uh, we we live in California, where there's delicious Mexican food every two miles. Well, there's also good other food, but yes, there's a but, lot of Mexican. But my food. point is, like, why would you get booty t- Taco Bell? Yeah. When you can go get some real well, good unless tasting. it's like you know after ten o'clock, that's when you go get Taco Bell. I make my own quesadilla at home. Thank you very much. Speaking of which, I definitely had that for lunch today in a pinch. I went to Taco Bell, so that's I fine. Get hey, to each his own. Yeah, you know, I still eat a fast food. But the thing here. is, like, I noticed that I used to be able to just eat it and just oh, yeah. burn it off. And oh, be fine. for sure. Now I eat it and I have to take a nap. You're hitting your mid twenties, like, Jeff. Um, yeah, yeah, dude. I'm in my mid twenties. Yeah, I'm it's, drinking beer at damn near thirty, and <laughs> I hit the gym, but I still can't get this. 
the gut. Dude, it's... I'm a little worried. Okay, so we're going to sidetrack here. You know how everybody has their little window of when they can have a six-pack, of when they have their abs? I've been in that window since I was 19 to now I could still probably get it, but I know that the window is closing. It's closing if you want to eat and eat how you want to eat and drink beer. If you want to drink beer and eat how you want to eat, you're not going to get it. What that. if I eat healthy and drink beer? Is that safe? I'll probably get like a four-pack. You just got to be busting your ass on cardio and abs. When I was first going to the gym, started a couple years ago, I was like, okay, yeah, the six-pack's coming. And it was there for a minute. And then something hit me where I was, I just, I've been on the beer drinking. And I know, I recently I'm there at, I'm at the gym all the fucking time. And this guy, is, it's harder to get rid of. I was 205 the other day, Jeff. Oh, wow. I haven't weighed myself. That's heavyweight status, bro. Uh, no, it's light heavy. No, You're no, good. no. I'm just yeah. saying, like. I'm a heavyweight, you know. No, I'm you're light heavy, and if you had to cut for a fight, you'd drop about 15, 20 pounds. So you're if, fine. See, if I dropped 10 pounds, I could have the six pack. Mm. Even if you probably dropped five pounds and you did cardio and abs. Actually, I think I, could, I think I could still afford to put on weight and still get a six pack. Well, there you go. Not to flex. There but, you, you go. Know, you could. There's not much to flex right now, but you know, I just started working. You can out get it like if you wanted, Jeff. You could get it, but you, I agree. Your window. I don't. I really it's shrinking. It's shrinking. Willpower. That's all it is. I'm going to eat nothing but kale, drink celery juice. Kale, rice, chicken. Sit-ups. Water. Yeah. Yeah. Cardio. Lots of running. I just like drinking beer. Yeah, I mean, I do too. It's like, it's fun to go out and have a drink with your friends. I I can't believe, if I looked at 21-year-old me, I'd be like, you idiot, go out there and have a beer with your friends. You know, because I was so against it up until I was about 23, 24. I don't know, man. I want to just... Okay. Yeah. Thanks. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so going back to Clemson, my thought process is... uh, if you're the strength and conditioning coach, <laughs> you probably shit a brick or several. A if you saw that spread, there's one of two options. You think, eh, it's the end of the off season, or it's the end of the season. We, we just won a national natty, yeah. Let them have one big cheat meal. But then the other part of you is just like, I get paid to make sure these are well-oiled machines. Yeah. Like I prepared them yeah. for the NFL. I help prepare them for the NFL. Yeah. And then you're out here just w- telling them you're you're basically giving them a giant, an enormous spread of like, don't ever eat this again. Enjoy this as one time. It was weird, but I'm happy they went. If you if you went and I that was the this, spread, would you be pumped? No, I don't think I'd really <laughs> care about. I don't honestly. I don't think I'd care about the food yeah. that I was gonna have. I thought about this like with the dubs, like skipping, going to it. Like I don't care who the president is. Wouldn't you want to just go tour, like take a tour of the White House? Wouldn't it would actually cool? be pretty cool to take like, a tour. Like who of the White gives House? a shit? Who yeah. the, you know? It's like just go check out. There history. was a kid in line who had AirPods in, so he wasn't listening to whatever it was. Yeah. He's was probably listening to his Spotify or Apple Music. He's you listening know? to that new Drake and Meek. Mill, and man. he's just chilling, getting a tour of the White House. Like, damn, this is pretty cool. I'll snap a couple photos here. Do it for the gram. You know, like you're fine. Yeah. You don't have to listen. Yeah. You just show up. Yeah. You know. And it's not even that's not even respect for the country. That's just checking out something that's pretty cool. It's pretty fucking historic. Yeah. You know. All right, moving along, uh, Embiid or the Dubs? So, I, the Dubs are the best, but I think the best for last would be the Embiid. So, let's go the Dubs. Okay. So, the Golden State Warriors absolutely whooped the shit out of the Denver Nuggets last night. You they could did. say that the Dubs, Denver. Dubs smoked Nugs last night. They did. They smoked a lot of them. I'm sure Clay was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he had four dunks. Uh, <laughs> what, was, what was your takeaway from that game? Um, 51 fucking points in the first quarter, may I add. 79-60 lead at halftime. I listened to a couple of the interviews. I think Durant and Steph both said it. They were asked, like, was that a statement win? And they were both like, nah. Everyone knows who the fuck we are, okay? So all I th- all I take from it is, is actually, when I think about it, that just shows their potential. Like, that shows their firepower. We all know it already, but every so often there's a game like that where you're reminded, and you're like, oh, shit. 
Like yeah. when they're clicking, yeah, good luck. I was telling somebody at work this today. What what the dubs are to the NBA is what the Patriots are to the NFL right now. Is you just absolutely you just know that you can flip. They can flip the switch on at any time and be good to go. And as we're recording this, the dubs are playing the Pelicans and have shown no signs of slowing down. Already twenty one points halfway through the first quarter. Yeah, that's crazy. We're not going to do the live updates by quarter because that's just not what you need. Yeah, fifty one in the first quarter was amazing. Absolutely ridiculous. They won one hundred and forty two to one eleven. I just remember seeing that score because I didn't. I actually didn't watch very much of the game because I tuned in yeah. so late to the ass whooping. I was yeah. like, okay, I'm not going to watch this. Yeah, I watched bits and pieces. Um, uh, you know, like if it's if it's towards the end of the season, I will definitely embrace one of those moments and just be like, oh shit, they're getting ready. But this is, you know, we're in the middle of the grind of the season, and it's like, okay, thanks. Um, dude, this is the Nuggets team that was supposed to be like, you know, I mean, contending in the West. Co- I mean, they are, but it's crazy, and it's supposed to be a very tough place to play with the altitude. Hot, hot shooting will win you a lot of games. That's what happened last night with the Warriors. So, I mean, I, I just do. I think it's like a reminder of. Okay. And the boogeyman's coming I, back. I can't remember exactly. Someone was like three of four, three of four from three, and then like four of four between Durant, Clay, and Steph in the first quarter. I just was like, oh my god. Oh, okay. I'm looking at the entire game. Yeah, I'm looking no, at the I, quarter. Durant finished like eleven for fifteen. <laughs> I think after going eight for eight, it was this is so stupid. This is this scoring line is you have Draymond going for four points, thirteen assists, and six rebounds. KD twenty seven points, six assists, four rebounds. Uh, you have Steph Curry going like 31, four, four assists, and six rebounds. Clay, 31 points, one assist, three rebounds. Kevon Looney, nine points, four assists, 12 rebounds. So they're finally starting to establish a rebounding Looney presence. Looney has been so great, man. Yeah. <laughs> so great. He has. I want to see I want to see more of your Rebco, though. He's only, uh, Looney's only 22. That surprised me hearing that the other day. Mm-hmm. And it like he came in the league with that hip injury, mm-hmm. and it always seemed like he always kind of moved awkward or wasn't always healthy. Awkward. But he looks really good, and I think he'll he'll probably play about the same amount of minutes when when Boogie comes in. He'll be Boogie will start, and then you know Looney will spell him, and they'll they'll mix and match. I want to see Looney establish himself more as a dominant post big man, and you know he's gra- he's gradually starting he's, to do that. He's got some decent moves. I was gonna say six nine or something like that. So you can only six, be ten, yeah. six ten. So you can only be so tall. The other one, who's the one that we just drafted? Damian Lee. When he gets back from his injury, because he's, I think he's got Damian a, Jones. Damian, uh, yes, Damian Jones, not Damian Lee, the one who wears the the karate headband. Number one. Oh no, 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 no! I'm not thinking. I'm no. I think that's Damian Lee. Okay. He's hurt. I think he's got a torn pec or something like that. I what I want and expect from him is to be like to replace the Livingston role because he's like six 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 seven. And no, it's you're like, thinking of the you're thinking of two different guys, the center who we've had for a few years who's young. Uh, I think that's Jones. He tore his pec. I don't know what happened to that Lee guy, but I think it's Damian Jones. I think is who tore his pec. And he's I'm looking it up right now. So we will see. Yeah, Damian Jones tore his pack. He's okay. The, he's Damian the Lee's the shooting guard. My bad. I'm thinking yeah. of Damian Jones. Yes. Okay. So Damian Lee, I expect uh, him to Vanderbilt. take the the Sean Livingston role, where I want Damian Jones and Kevon Looney to establish post presence, right? Along with Jordan Bell, that'd be nice. I watched Jones play. I just he's really young too. There's he's he's really raw. Well, dude, you get that's what they're doing is you know the you either have aging talent or aging vets like or recovering from injury. You know you could throw Boogie under that umbrella. So you got Boogie, uh, Livingston, Iguodala, Urebko, and then you've got this crop of young guys to um, a, you know accompany your your loaded firepower and yeah. KD Draymond. And yeah, McKinney's been really good this year. Clay and stuff. And uh, 
Cooks, Cook when oh, he's playing. Oh, Cook, yep. He's got a good shot. I like I Yeah, like he had 11 good. points. He was the fourth leading scorer on the on the team last I night. I like him. He's got yeah. a good little – they made a – they they have a little play last night where he just came off a little pick and pop, and he, he pulled up for a jumper. It was so, so confident, and you can tell he's a confident shooter. And they, they need uh, a guard who can do that, I think, so. It just it's it's spelling bad news for the rest of the Western. I Conference. can't wait to see what they do with Cousins and like, there's not going to be a single point in the game unless they're killing somebody or getting killed, which probably won't happen. But like, you're always going to have a dominant all-star scorer on the court at all times with with Boogie out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, one time it's going to be Boogie and Clay. It's like, are you kidding me? That would be a great team for a lot of other teams. They'd be winning teams. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be interesting to see how he gels with the group He'll coming back where fine. he's not touching the ball a whole bunch and he's going to keep he up gives, with the run. I don't think he gives You don't a think shit. he cares? I don't think he cares. I think he's buying in and keeping his mouth shut at least for this year mm-hmm. and doing – he's going to play defense because Ron Adams is not going to let him fuck around because mm-hmm. the Warriors switch everything. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Boogie has to buy into that, and I think he will. And if he's smart enough, hey – Go out there, play hard, get your ring, play defense. He's also open to coming back for less money. I think. Or do you think that's a ruse? No, no, I don't think it is a ruse at all. What I think people aren't thinking about is, let's say Durant walks, right? Oh, yes. Oh, we got a little money to throw at Mr. Cousins. Well, the thing is, is you can only offer Boogie so much. Is you, You're paying him $6 million this year. I think you can only go upwards of like 9 to 10 for next year. The, the Warriors can only offer him so much because of the way the, the, the NBA has rules written in place. That way you, the Warriors can't do what oh, they're really? doing right now, which is huh. cultivating talent. Huh. Okay. Yeah. So, um, But even if KD does walk, that will open up money to go and get other supporting players because this was still a championship level team without KD. Mm-hmm. KD just put him over the top. And I'm not saying this. He's you know, very important. Though. I'm not saying KD can walk and we'd be fine. I'd still be a little worried. I'd you be know. sad. I would uh, I would be worried up until I saw who we got to replace him and then that would con- that would you As know, long as you got Steph and Clay yeah. and you got Draymond playing good defense, you got a you got a shot. Yeah. All right, moving so this along. this brings us to what? Joel Embiid. Yes, yeah, our last topic that we're leading off with the Joel Embiid trolling uh so the Philadelphia 76ers beat the Minnesota Timberwolves last night, and Joel Embiid— They didn't beat them. They whooped their they, ass. Yes. Okay, they scored bad. 149, I think I saw. I'm going to—let me let me go back. Because I saw the Warriors scored 142 last night, and Philly just— uh, Bruce catching up with you. And if, Yeah, it's going to be a little belchy. 149-107, the 76ers— Beat the Timberwolves by that was they they hung it on him for sure and if anybody remembers Jimmy Butler had an issue with the Timberwolves sure last did. year um, or Timberwolves depending on which roster is out there right now yeah but uh <laughs> so yeah Jimmy Butler ends up getting traded but he had the he had the thing where he takes the supposed air quotes third stringers he only shoots one time and they whoop they whoop ass on the starters and I think if anything this is really just an indictment on the Timberwolves as a whole. Like They're you guys were, you guys were playing all right. Derrick Rose had his little moment, but when you step up against quality competition like this, like against Jimmy Butler, who you know had this date circled on his calendar, oh, yeah. ridiculous. But let's get to Joel Embiid. Joel Embiid goes and posts a picture on Instagram, and it says, "It was an honor to be a part of the third stringers and get a win against real NBA starters." Hashtag the process. So uh, Joel Embiid stays pretty much undefeated on on Everything. social media. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, not on the court. He loses on the court. But um, he's having a phenomenal year. Having a phenomenal year, but we'll see. I, with Joel, what I want to see is uh, obviously keep up the the social media trolling and your your presence on there because you're you're doing really well. But uh, 
you, you got to stop getting tired at the end of games, bro. You like, you oh, Clay with the jam. Sorry, I said we weren't going <laughs> to. He's got another water. dunk. He loves the dunks. Uh, but, yeah, so Joel Embiid will peter out towards the end of games, and I saw that last year in the playoffs against uh, Boston. Get a little gassed, maybe. Oh, dude, it was be like six minutes left in the fourth quarter, and he's done. And he's, you could just see him huffing and puffing, and he can't get down there. Ooh, Clay. All right, I see you. Over Drew Holiday. He's, got, he's got that confidence now. He's, he's like, just I'm a dunker. Jam on yeah. everybody. He goes, I'm a three and dunker. Philly's not Philly's not there yet to compete for a title. Interesting. That's a hot take. Well, I was thinking about it, and they they really don't they can't spread the floor enough because they don't have outside shooting outside of Redick. They just don't. Mm-hmm. They're three stars. One's a post player in Bead who can shoot the three, but you don't want him shooting a bunch. Simmons cannot shoot at all. No. And Butler's not really a three-point shooter either, so... He's capable. He's capable, but that doesn't make him a three-point shooter. And in this day and age, everybody's shooting the three. And I just... I don't think... I don't think Philly has what it takes. Yeah, I'm looking at... Wilson Chandler's one that can that can hit a three every once in a while. But we're saying can. We're saying can. Yeah. Redick is the three-point shooter. TJ McConnell, capable. Yeah, but I get so, what you're saying. It's so, a, yeah. And in this day and age of basketball, with just you have to spread the floor, like... I just your little down low or your Simmons, you know, dribble, dribble, dump offs. It's just not, you're not going to hang against these elite teams with firepower. You're not you're not going to hang with with Toronto with how deep they are. They are four game or they are fourth in the Eastern Conference right now. They are two and a half games above the Boston Celtics. Do they finish in the top four? Or do they drop to the bottom four? Because they're for sure making the playoffs. Do you does it show the rest behind Toronto? So you've got uh, Toronto or. Milwaukee and Toronto are tied atop at, at oh, wow. number one. Um, although the Raptors just lost tonight, so the Bucks will be up by half a game. And then you've got the Pacers, uh, 76ers, Celtics, Heat, Nets, and Hornets Celt- right now. The Sixers will float around right where they are then. Yeah. Four or five. I think they'll end up five. And Boston, the Celtics- Boston looks like they're confused as hell. Uh, they, they won tonight. They beat, the, they beat the Raptors, but we'll see how that fares long yeah. term. Yes, I could see the... Seems I, like they I, have I see a lot of drama going on. A lot of fluidity between the Pacers, 76ers, and Celtics. I see those three teams just kind of swapping. Yeah. We'll see how, how real of a deal Milwaukee is. And then we know Toronto is really good. So something to look out for there. As we continue with our NBA coverage, as we get deeper and deeper into the NBA. Here, that's, a, that's a fun thing for me to cover. I, I like, love basketball. I love talking about basketball. Just Wa- watching about- ba- I think out of – I mean, football is football, right? Mm-hmm. But basketball is just – and going, 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 going. And what's it's nice is like watch. football is like it teases you because you only get it once a week, and you're just yeah. like, okay, all right, we are. You know, and then a it's couple play, times like, stop, play, you, stop. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's the one thing about football is it's a 60 minute game, but there's only each game only averages 13 to 15 minutes of actual like snap yeah, action. This right. is what's going yeah. on, and a lot of it is just running clock. When you think about it, it's yeah. like let's run the ball, make sure we score, and then we're just gonna bleed the clock. Yeah, and it's like okay. In basketball, it's like, oh, I got two minutes left. Let's see how many points we can score in ah, two hell minutes. Yeah, a lot so, can happen. Yeah, but I mean, it's just it's really fun to watch. Yeah, aside from those those little BS calls that you get, where you're just like obvious, like, oh, it's a superstar call. He only got that because it's his name. Which in the Dubs case, it yeah, pays to have yeah. a lot of them. Yeah. So, all right, that will do it for the. Uh, I guess what I don't I don't know what we're really calling that segment just the meat of the show just the that was some meat right there pressing pressing issues yeah all right now it's time for tim brown's stat of the day tim brown joins us as he normally does for tim brown's stat of the day uh tim what is your stat for us today oh, that tequila is really strong 
Um, sorry. Uh, I'll have I'll have two stats for you today. Oh, two. Oh yeah. No, one uh, at so a time, first please. One, first one. The first one, since um, my good friend and favorite golf partner John is on the show. Thank you. Um, John Daly. I want to say he won seven championships as a golfer. You know the pro championships. Seven. Seven is what I read. And two of the seven, he was ranked under hundredth player of the in the world. What? One hundred six and one hundred eight. What? One hundred six and what? That just shows you golf rankings don't mean jack shit. Well, it just means that if you have enough alcohol, he can do whatever the fuck he can do. Whatever he ripping wants. Ripping stogies and sapping on whatever he's sapping on out on the golf course. I still love watching him tee off from a Bud Light can. <laughs> and the pants too. You can't forget about the pants. Those yeah, are iconic. He, he is the. Hulk Hogan on golf. Well, you, like, can, you can't argue against it. That's pretty good. Well, maybe like Macho Man? I don't know. Was Macho Man a little bit more flamboyant? Do you know Hulk Hogan's theme song? Yes, I get it. I'm an American or something like that. Yeah, I got you. Thank you. I could sing it. Uh, fight for the rights of every man. That's how it goes, right? Yep. That's yep, the one. yep. Okay. I validated I thought, myself. I thought we were talking about the NWO. Oh. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> Yeah, when he tried to be the whole bad guy, that didn't work out for him. I liked nope. it. That it was uh, Longevity didn't work out. theme song. Oh. Scott Hall, the bad guy. All right, what's your other stat of the day? The other stat of the day is, if I could freaking find it. Okay. A little dramatic pause here. All right. In the last three seasons, John Carliston has struck out 514 times. <laughs> Wait, what? Say that again. Tony Gwynn. Wait, hold on. Say it again. 434 times during his entire 20-year career. Oh my goodness! I didn't hear how many years it took John Carlo to do that. It's John Carlo's career. Oh, in his career so, so far. So far, so far, John Carlo's struck out or striking or struck out how many times? It was in three seasons, like 584 Jeez. over the past oh. three seasons. Oh, my gosh. You know, Dan Levitard's dad, uh, Poppy Levitard, calls him the Weefer. Wait, that's Dan Levitard's dad? It's his actual dad on the show, yes. That funny-ass old Poppy. guy? Gonzalo, yes. Oh, I Poppy. had no clue. Uh, that's, a real, that's a real fact that I just learned. Okay. But, uh, yeah, he calls him the Weefer because he swings and whiffs. So I just think that's – I like that nickname, and it's very – it's. <laughs> Now statistically proven. Tim, do you remember not too long ago in the uh, baseball season, a couple months back, when I texted you that day that John Carlos Stan uh, went for the platinum sombrero? Or, or isn't that the platinum sombrero when you go like oh, 0 for 8 for the day because there was a double header? He had eight strikeouts, I believe. Oh, was that what it was? I thought he was. I thought he was 0 for 8 with seven strikeouts. Oh, I okay. We were okay. Talking about he it, was one he short. Won. My bad. It was definitely a horrible honor, and then everybody started booing him, and the next game he comes out and hits, like, two jacks. And Can we play trivia real quick with Tim? Yes, go ahead. Tim, tell me Tony Gwynn's career batting average. Oh, my goodness. Off the top of my head, I don't know if I can. I'm Just guess 364. 338. Okay, uh, he's close. He's close. But in the Price is Right, you'd be wrong because you That's went over. That's fucking amazing, yeah. though. I can tell you his high was 394. For mm. somebody to hit a career... Over 300 in general, and he wasn't just hitting. He wasn't just hitting home runs like it, like they're doing now. He was knocking that he, ball. He could place it. He doesn't he, even he's have. He's not over, a very big power hitter. He's not a. But that's what I'm saying. Is like 135 could, career home runs. He could see a gap in left center and just be like, you know what? I'm putting this next pitch right there. Boom, going for a double. That's he was the master of the 5.5 hole. 5.5 hole. That's the hole between 
third base and shortstop. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. I, was, I was thinking five hole. I was Six, like, that's five between yeah. the legs in hockey, and then I got confused. I was I was crossing sports. My bad. It's it's rough. It's not it's not fun. Okay, Thanks for those fun facts. Yeah, those are some good facts, Tim. You brought it today. Oh, hey, John. Also, so you guys know, John Daly's rankings were one hundred eight in the ninety five Open Championship and one hundred sixty eight in the ninety one PGA Championship. I just found the actual. Is that numbers. your favorite golfer of all time? Yes. Hands down, huh? Hands down. Not I mean, a not a Greg Norman like guy. There's only one other one that can like come close. The Shack. Professional. The Shack. No, no. Big Dick Eldrick. Okay. No, 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 no. My favorite golfer of all time, easily hands down, John L. Marini. <laughs> oh, so true. Handsome so flattering. Devil. Tim, you should see me with those new irons too. Mm. Oh. I look so good. Do you still have your six iron? I bought. I got a new six iron. I don't. Yeah, I still have the the head <laughs> of the old one. I, sna- I snapped. Six, I, six I snapped one of my clubs last time I played with Tim. Really? Yeah, I hit a bad shot and I threw my club down. Like I swung through and then so like my follow through and then I just went and threw it down and it bent in the ground. And I okay, fun game, fun game. So now we know what John's. Was that the most stressful thing you've done on a golf course? That's the biggest temper tantrum I've thrown since I was a child. Yeah, Tim, I don't normally ask Tim. I don't normally get mad. When Tim, I play. Tim, what's the biggest temper tantrum you've ever had on a golf course? Playing, uh, playing with Shane, probably. Just being I don't around know. Shane. I used to get like kind of mad and I would Poor throw Shane. my sand wedge and stuff just. Okay, but but it's I realized just, halfway through, it's like, I suck anyway, so this is stupid. I, I complimented Tim this in the past. Tim is not good at golf, okay? <laughs> I'm but, not. But he has a great attitude, attitude when yeah. he plays. What an outlook. And it's such a phenomenal, phenomenal time playing with Tim. Tim's one of my favorite people to golf with. This was the one of the very few times that I've actually ever lost my shit on a golf course, but it was senior year of high school. Um, I could name the people, Nate LeBlanc and Olivia Bertaco. We were just hanging out on the go- Windsor Golf Course, and I think we hit a uh, hole six or seven, whichever one's got the lake to the right of the fairway. And at this point, the, the round had not been going how I wanted it to go, right? Yeah. Just slicing, shanking, whatever you want, like just coming up with, with nothing but dirt on every swing or, you know, um, gr- yeah, ground. Uh, yeah. And so it gets to a point where I've just finally reached my, my wit's end. And I so take, wait, that's just golf, though. I take you, I, you hit the dirt and you slice and you hook. <laughs> I I take a hack and I watch this ball maybe roll 15 feet in front of me. Like I just completely took my eye off the ball when I was I was so mad I was just throwing everything I had into the swing, and I watch it roll 15 feet in front of me and just this. So I was so <laughs> ma- I was so mad. I just had a moment of clarity where everything just kind of, you know, and everything kind of silenced, and I cock back and I take my pitching wedge. And I fling this thing maybe, I want to say, 20, 30 yards. I let it go. The only problem was is that I let it go into the lake. So, I mean, you know, and, like, I was, I was decently away, probably halfway to the, to the lake to begin with or whatever the little lagoon is. And I realized after I've done this, I look back at these two people or, you know, my two friends I'm golfing with, and I go, I really need that pitching wedge back. So I stripped down. Was it not your and, clubs? And got, no, it was. I just I I, oh, was, I, I wasn't just, ready to risk my pitching wedge. I so I went out there. I stripped down and I got in the lake and I retrieved my 
Uh, wow, what I retrieved my pitching wedge loser. and then had to use the little club towel to like dry off so I could put my clothes back on. But that, I haven't lost my shit on a golf course since because I've ever since then I was just like, no, you you went for a swim. But you're not good at golf, right? I'm, but I'm very competitive. So, but if you're not good at golf, how could you get angry if you because don't play I well? expect better from myself? I expect it but to just you come probably, naturally. You probably play golf once every four months. Uh, that'd be a good estimation. Yeah. So, okay. but still, and you're I'm, still better than Shane. But I'm still, but it's like you yes, know, I just expect that. Is. I just expect that excellence for myself. It's very draining. It's very depleting. It's you know, I I don't ask hey, this for anybody times else. On the golf course. It's a tough cross to bear, but you know, only the strongest can do it. You know, we all pout I, I on the golf course. I will say that the last time we went golfing, uh, it was with John. This same time he broke his six iron. <laughs> there was a group of jackals in front of us, just hitting multiple balls off the tee, and we're not good. But if we're catching up to you guys, you need to do something and. Don't, don't say people. we're not good. Two balls max. Right. Two balls I'm max not, is what you're I'm allowed to. not good. John is a wonderful golfer. Skylar Graham, shout out to him. He is, you know. Skylar's he, he pretty tries, good, actually. He tries. He's, a close second to, he's a close second to John there, but uh, these jackals ahead of us, they're just hitting multiple balls off the tee, and if you've ever golfed at Sebastopol, we're on the seventh hole, and they're on the eighth hole, and they're just, again, just shellacking. Dick farting around on the, farting the water around. hole. Got to carry it about 200 to go over it. Everyone likes the water hole. Jeez. What happened after that, Tim? So me being the jackass that I am, I tell John, I say, you know what? I guarantee you my tee shot is going to go right at them. (laughs) Sure enough, I take out my 9-iron. I don't even know how far the hole is, but. 135 yards. You know what? I'll just go right at the pin. Sure enough, (laughs) it's drifting right, and I just scream four. And I'm like, oh, man, four right. Not upset that it's going that way, but they all duck and cover. Hits off the fence, rolls onto the green. I do vaguely remember that. My favorite shot I've ever hit. Wow, you got a ricochet when it worked for you. Yeah, and all the guys scattered too, so it was like a twofer. (laughs) I still three putted, but uh, yeah, that's tough. That's That's, what do you mean? That's par for the course for me, dude. I used to be really good at getting out of sandwiches. I was really good. I was I was very good at getting into sand traps, but I was equally as good as using my sandwich to get out of them in just one in one fell swoop. That was the one lesson I really did take away from my my uncle as an avid golfer was to sit on a bar stool and lean into it and just and and like hit an uh, an inch or two behind it. Terrible fucking advice. What are you talking about? <laughs> okay, that's cool. Don't talk about my uncle man. You like that? I didn't I will say I didn't say say you said it was terrible advice. advice. Don't talk about his advice like that. Were you talking about him? Why you golf with John? If you ever get the privilege to well, golf yeah, with John. Well, yeah, I was actually going to transition to that. If I'm ever cool enough to get an invite to go with you guys when the weather's better, you know, I have you on the podcast and all that. It'd be nice to go out and have a round of, you know, play a round of golf. That's, that's fine. It would be well, a lot of fun. We don't have to. Maybe you weren't such a jerk all the time to us. Okay. I'm really not, though, because I, I text you I love talking golf, but Tim, was there anything else you yeah. wanted to talk about? Tonight? Awkward transition. Yeah. Uh, about awkward. how I have the Vladimir Guerrero swing of golf swings just my favorite thing about tim golfing is he'll swing and he'll swing hard and (laughs) and that belly will flop out (laughs) it's not as big as a belly as it used to be but that sucker he'd lumberjack chop and you and you just smile so big it's great uh, all right, Tim. You want Tim can hit the piss out of the ball for the record. You, but is it gonna go where he wants it to go? <laughs> so when it does, it goes yeah. far. I've seen him swing a ball. All right, Tim. Uh, what we, you wanted to talk about? Jalen Hurts transferring to Oklahoma. Big bombshell news. Let's talk about that. What do you think? Big bombshell news. Boom. I think that's wonderful for Oklahoma. They're not. Will they go three straight Heisman quarterbacks in a row? Is the question I 
opposed to you guys. I wouldn't be surprised. It look it sure as hell looks like it right now. Are they going to have the same coaching staff? Yes, Lincoln Riley's yeah. back. Oh, yeah. So, for those of you who don't know, Oklahoma started out with Baker Mayfield. Then they were gifted Kyler Murray. And, oh, by the way, Jalen Hurts has just announced that he was the Alabama quarterback who was actually fairly, fairly good um, for Alabama until Tua came in and just swept everybody off their feet, including Nick Saban. And then Jalen Hurts was kind of cast aside. Now he's going to Oklahoma, a very quarterback-friendly uh, system over there. So, yeah, Tim, that's interesting. I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if he ends up getting uh, some Heisman hype behind him this next season coming up, although it's like six, seven months away. Will this be his senior year? Yes. Oh, yeah, good for him, man. This and uh, Tate Martell to Miami. Uh, just, you know, yep. I'll be quiet about that one. No, that's Well, you don't like that? I do like it. I do. I just don't want to overhype it and where's, have people backlash on me. Where's he transferring from? Ohio State. Ah, uh, yes, yes. So you guys should be – I'd be relatively pumped off that. Oh, I am. Yeah. I'm really excited. And then Jeff Thomas is coming back. He was uh, – released from the squad last year due to extracurricular activities and claimed that he was going to transfer to Illinois, but with the Tate Martell transfer, he said, hey, Manny Diaz, I like what you're doing, especially going WWE style and tackling a dummy that says Gators on it. So. Yeah, okay, we'll see. Um, but no, I, I do like that. It's a lot better than your options you've had at quarterback with Malik Rozier and Nkosi Perry. I thought Nkosi Perry was going to be way better this year, and I was proven very wrong. Oh. That was, Come on, dude. Brett Kai is the man. He actually, so out of my out of the three dark horses that I are, I you know I'm a avid Gators fan, but then I had the dark horses at Oklahoma State and the University of Miami. Uh, University of Miami let me down real bad. They made me look like an ass all year long. Mm. I really they oh. were the only one to not win their bowl game out of that three. That's true. And oh, uh, John. So you know, there's a high probability that I'm going to go see Gator and watch the Gators play Miami come August. Really? Yeah, dude. If you're trying yeah. to come, let us know. I'm gonna I'm gonna hop on that. Are you? Yeah, I, I, for all intents and purposes. You don't even I, know Gator. What are you talking about? He doesn't know Gator. Uh, no, I had family that went there. Actually, and you know what? He does he know Gator because I made is. fun of him to her and said that he decided not to go to Florida. And she said, what? Are you crazy? In her wonderful southern accent. Oh, 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 that lady from uh, She's Oliver's. She's so yeah, yeah, yeah. cool. Yeah, no. No, it wasn't that I decided not to go. Is I just didn't get Tim, in. It's Tim a it's a so it's cool, a love hate relationship with me and the University of Florida. I didn't get in because my GPA was like point two too low. They didn't like my ACT score. They psyched me out with the housing application that came first before the rejection letter. So I thought I was getting in. Are you gonna stay with Gator? I might. She said to let me let her know if it's actually gonna happen. So. I'll at least see her when I'm out there. That's for sure. That's, oh my gosh, that's, that's so dope. Cool. She would have. She wouldn't remember me. She'd remember you. But but we'd get along just fine once I showed up in the in the blue and orange. Well, probably not. Okay. I'm like, I guess not. Maybe not. I think she, she likes only. Me and John. I think she only liked me because I I was friends with Tim. I think, and she's like, you remind me of Tim. I don't get to see Tim anymore. So. Oh wow. <laughs> she's such a cool lady. She's a wonderful human. Sounds like she's got it going on. That's awesome, Tim. Good for you. I'll write. I'll uh, I'll write a little note to send with you, maybe. Absolutely. Okay. Any other? Love that lady. Any other closing thoughts for you, Mr. Brown? Um, John is a wonderful person. <laughs> He's a handsome devil, and I wish he was hosting the show. Bye. Okay. Thank you, Tim. <laughs> we'll talk to you next episode. I love both of you guys. All right. Bye, bye Tim. Timmy. All right. Bye. Put up or shut up. 
It's time for Lytle's Locks. As we've been doing on these preview shows during the NFL season, it is Lytle's Locks. Unfortunately, Billy Lytle has called out sick. Um, he gave me the sound advice of whatever's going around, don't catch it. So, all right, Bill. I'm Great gonna, advice. We're going to try and stay strong. It is the enemy that we can't see, but we're going to try and fight uh, whatever bug Billy has come down with. He still texted in his picks. Uh, Flan has uh, up until Saturday night to still text in his picks, so we'll see. Because uh, right now I don't know what day oh, it is. At I, the, see. I don't know what day it is at the gym, but I know he's going hard. He's going hard. Gotcha. Getting ready for his next festival, music festival. Uh, last week was an unforgiving week for everybody on the show. Uh, so it, Bill and Flan picked the over-under as well as the games, whereas you and I just picked the games. So that'd be the discrepancy in the records here. Bill went three and five, I went one and four, Flan went two and six, and you went two and two. So, yeah. Actually, Look at me. Actually, I think I did pick an over/under on 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 a couple games. So wait, so they got in more picks than we did? They got in more picks in an attempt to try and better their record because if we want to. Why? Go, what, why didn't you tell me that was an option? Well, I'm, what am, what's my record? Well, this is the thing: is we're gonna take a look at overall records right now. You need a stellar week this weekend. Am I? Have I been slowly chipping back You're up? You're chipping though? away. Yes. You're chipping away. I just want to get five hundred. <laughs> uh, Billy is sitting at forty-eight, forty-five. I am sitting at fifty-one, forty-two, and one. And then Flan is 36 and 51. So Flan's kind of in poor house. And then Cousin John, 40 and 43. Oh, fuck you, Flan. Take that. 40 and 44 if we count that Raider game from week 12, which I still won't drop the double or nothing. (laughs) Get off of that shit. I'm I'm off of it. It wasn't week 12. Whatever it was. It was the Raider game where you were just like, it was against Miami. They're going to win this and they're going to. No. Yes, it was. I thought they were going to blow the fuck out of Miami. So Dude, I swear to God. <laughs> You're 40 and 43. All right? Suffice? 40 and 43. There you go. So we got we got four. We got two games this weekend, but we're going to be going we're to going spread over and, and over. over. Hell yeah, yeah I'm going to go 4-0, and oh, baby. All right. That's what John's thinking. So without further ado, let's get this puppy uh, roll. Or I don't know. Let's get this thing started. I, I lost. Yeah, let's roll that puppy down the hill. <laughs> roll it up. <laughs> um, all right. So the first game. The NFC Championship game, the Los Angeles Rams, Tim Brown's Los Angeles Rams, travel to New Orleans and take on our Lord and Savior, Drew Brees' Christ, and his faithful apostles, as in the New Orleans Saints. Um, So what's interesting note about this game is that L.A. Rams fans have sent in a petition to the NFL to get the head referee, the guy who'll be wearing the white hat, to get him taken off because the Rams are 0-8 all time. When this guy refs their games, wow. when his crew is refing Rams games, they're zero and eight. So the Rams wow. think there's a conspiracy going on. Wow! And very, very. Uh, they've already lost. They've already mentally lost. they've lost the game. Yes, but see what's going on. Well, that's Rams fans. I don't know if it's the Rams doing it at all. They've their their goal was fifteen hundred signature or fifteen thousand, I believe, and they've already got ten thousand. It was either one thousand, ten thousand, fifteen. They're 1500. not going to get them removed from the game. I don't know. It's something that they you know makes them feel better. It's like a you know the GoFundMe stuff. Um, well, the GoFundMe actually does. You know, if it goes to the right cause, that's that was a terrible example. Excuse me, but yes, zero and eight all time when this guy refs their games. And then, and then on top of it, you have to go to New Orleans, which is the one place that, which is the one thing that everyone was saying is that the Saints team's not going to lose in New Orleans. But the Rams did lose the game against New Orleans in New Orleans. But and it was the, a good game, wasn't and the it? game against Philly with this guy and his crew chief refing their game this year. So they're already zero and two this year with oh, the guy wow. with the guy refing. I don't know his name. It's not important because he's gonna you're gonna see it on Sunday anyway. 
But uh, yeah, is uh, just a, a news news story that's going around there. Um, Want to throw that puppy on silent? Sorry, dude. Our okay. power's out at the house. It's all good. My I wife is scared. Oh, um, you know, you I'm tell her that kidding. you. you tell I'm just you'll be kidding, home soon. dude. But the power is out. Okay, very treacherous. I don't Sorry, know guys, for my text message notifications. And he's very popular. V popular. Yeah, my wife. Okay. My roommate. All right. So, uh, yes, New Orleans or L.A. at New Orleans. New Orleans is favored by three and a half, which is basically Vegas just saying we're going to give you the standard three point advantage, and then we'll give you a half a point. We think wow, you're a half point better than the Rams. Uh, over under on this game is fifty seven points. Astronomical. It's oh my god. Ridiculous. Uh, so Billy took New Orleans minus three and a half, and he took the over. And we don't we don't have anything from Flan yet. We're still missing an action here with Flan. So now it's just you and me. We're gonna break down this game. What's gonna happen, John? I want to hear what you say. First. I'll tell you right now. This game's going under. Both of these games under, under, under. We'll just I'm just gonna spoil it for you right now. The next game, the AFC Championship game, I'm going under too. It is the playoffs. It is defense showing up. It is about the run game and the defense. Okay, you can spend all the time in the offseason scheming up all these little different plays. Uh, formations, the That's trickery that you want. a lot of points combined, 57. It's a lot. It's a lot. You're asking both teams to essentially score 28 points. And I don't think that's going to happen. I think this could – it could be an ass-whooping where it's like a 31-7 or it's going to be one of those close games where it's, it's like 21-24. It's not going to be an ass-whooping. So I'm going to take New Orleans minus the three and a half because I've put all my eggs in the New Orleans basket and Drew Brees basket thus far, so I can't, I can't go back from that. And I'm going to take the under. I think the Saints are going to win. Okay. But but that the Rams are going to make it a close game. I'm taking LA here. LA to cover but the but the Saints will win. Do I have to take the over under? Yes. <laughs> you said it's more chance for you to you, you're trying to get up to 500. This is part of the process. Is you have to take the over under. I'm going to go Rams and the under. There we go. The under is the smart pick there. Don't tell me what the smart pick is, okay? okay? All right, we'll agree to disagree there. All right, next game, the AFC Championship game. And all day that I've been writing this down as I initially started the show prep this morning and then I did it before the show, you know, we, we started recording, I was writing KC at New England, and it's just wrong. It's New England at KC. Initially, it was supposed to be like negative 40 degrees or something like that, ridiculous. Now they're projecting it's only going to be like 20, which is still cold, but it's only going to be like 20 degrees. Uh, interesting note here, Mark Sanchez has four playoff road game or road victories. He's all-time leader in playoff road victories, right? What's Mark Sanchez? Doing? Is he the backup in New England? No, 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 no. It was just a, it was just he has four. I don't know. Actually, Why are we I, talking about Mark Sanchez? I don't Sanchez? know because it's a fun stat. Here you go. Uh, I don't know if he's the all-time. I might have misspoke there. Mark Sanchez has more playoff road victories than Tom Brady in his career. Because Brady never plays on the road. I'm just saying it's a it's a fun little stat there. Sanchez has four. Brady has three. Everybody keeps saying they suck. Now he's got another little motivation to add there. It's just, why even go against New England at this point? Man, like, why Why are we doing this? Bill Belichick was asked. I thought they were going to lose to the Chargers. I did, too. I really bought into it. But after watching that dismantling, I was just like, oh, why, why do I do this? Why do I do this to myself? Why do I doubt them? It's just a sh This is their eighth straight conference championship game. They're a surefire pick for the Super Bowl every other year. <laughs> why do I do this? Okay, they made it last year. They might. There's a good chance, you know. Uh, the the trend suggests that they might I'm not make so it this year. I'm so sick of the Patriots. I am too, dude. And your hatred goes back to 02. That was bullshit, man. Right? Mine just goes ever since they've owned Pittsburgh, which has been like 04, 05. <laughs> so still fuck Brady, man. Oh, I can't stand him. I can't stand. I don't know who I hate more, Brady or Belichick. Speaking of Belichick, a reporter asked him today, "Do you love playing in snow games?" And Belichick responds back with, 
Well, we we just love to plan a conference championship. Game. <laughs> He's such an asshole. Dude. <laughs> we just love to plan a conference championship game. You name the time, we'll be there. And it's just that lets me know. Fuck, man, the Chiefs are so screwed. Andy Week had or Andy Reid had an extra week off of a bye to prepare, and Andy Reid is very good off a of bye week. But you know who's even better, and they don't need that much time. Bill Belichick. It's so fr- <laughs> it's so frustrating, man. It's so fucking frustrating. I hate the Patriots so much. I'm taking New England plus three, <laughs> and I'm taking the under. That what's the over under? Fifty six. Uh, what did Billy Lytle say? Billy Billy took the Patriots plus three, and he took the over. Well, so he's a fucking idiot. I was gonna say Billy's li- well, not a fucking idiot. He's just he's slightly delusional because of the meds. Is the he, antibiotics. Do you think got him he's gonna beat. listen to the podcast? He might. So you might want to apologize, Billy. I apologize. You're a fucking idiot for taking <laughs> the over. I'm going under. Oh, I'm going under, and guess what? I no. I'm taking the Chiefs. No! I'm taking the Chiefs. And the kiss of death has been applied. I was going to go reverse psychology. I was going to believe in the future. And guess what, baby? I'm saying the Chiefs whoop that ass. Mm. I think they whoop them. I don't don't see the Patriots. I'm calling like 28 to 20, and that's an ass whooping. (laughs) Just a one-touchdown score. I see a 28-27 game by the Chiefs. That's what I'm I mean, the the smart pick is if you were putting cold, hard cash on it, if you're getting three points to take the Patriots and Tom Brady, you do that all day, right? Yeah. Not me. But because you're not wagering (laughs) any money, you say say forget it. I would not bet on this game if I had to put money on it. No, and it's just because... And to be honest, I don't know if I would bet on the Rams-Saints game if I had to put money on it. I think any one of these four teams can win the Super Bowl this year. I'm trying to think if what I'm about to say makes any sense right now. Well, let's say, and I'll break it down and tell so, you if you're a fucking... I <laughs> won't be... I'll be pleasantly surprised if the Chiefs win, but I won't be shocked if, if the Patriots win. win, if that makes sense. So, like, I'll be, <laughs> I'll be, I'll be pleasantly surprised if the Chiefs manage to pull it off, but, like, if I see the Patriots win, I'm not going to get mad. I'll just be like, hmm, saw that coming, you know? Oh, okay. Well, Does that yeah. make sense? Because yeah, it took mad. me a second time to yeah. explain it. A second lap, yeah. Um, I'll be fucking so mad if I have to watch the Patriots in the Super Bowl again. Oh, you best believe. I will I will go out. I might even <laughs> physically buy Saints gear for the game just to say fuck it. I'm oh, wow. It. Saints are in the Super Bowl already, huh? I'm saying, well, I picked them to win. So I'm saying, you, come on now. Everybody's been saying that the Saints. First off, we're just not going to talk about the Patriots anymore. That's cool. We, we picked you. I picked you to win. Congratulations. Hang your hat on that. Uh, you know. But the Saints are playing in New Orleans. Everybody's just been saying the only way they're going to make it through is if they play home field because you get Drew Brees outside of the Superdome. And if they were to make the Super Bowl. It's in a dome. Yeah. And you know what a lot of people aren't talking about is the Saints make the Super Bowl. They're playing a Super Bowl in Atlanta in opponent territory. But we can talk about that uh, next Sunday, Wednesday, in the the following weeks. I'm rooting for Drew Brees. You know what? I hope both games go to overtime. I said it. I said it there. I said it. I hope both games go to overtime. This is the last real meaningful football we're going to have for two weeks before the Super Bowl. We'll have the Pro Bowl, which will be fun. It's the hee-hee-ha-ha of, of football games. But, like, I just need these games to go for as long as possible. You know what? Fuck it. Double overtime. I want to call the NFL's bluff. In a playoff game, go to overtime. I guarantee they won't. Or, and it ends in a tie in overtime. Well, they can't. Exactly. Double O time. Double OT. There's no time limit. Anymore. I want both games going on for as long as possible. <laughs> I need football. The football fix. I need, I need it. You know where I'm going to be Sunday? Where are you going to be? At work, like a piece of shit. Oh, that's unfortunate. I'm sorry. The games are. Do you think they're at ten and one, or you no. think they're at one and five? No, 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 no. Prime time? I'll Google that right Ooh, now. Ooh, because I'm off at three o'clock. Hold on. You might be able to. You're going to catch one game for sure. Yeah, the back end probably. So there is uh, the NFC 
conference championship game is at 12.05, so you missed that. Yeah, I will. You can probably check score on your lunch break. I wanted to watch that one. Yeah. And then you'll see Patriots Chiefs. That's at 3.40, so you'll be home in plenty of time for the AFC I Championship game. I watch the other one. Okay. Well, DVR <laughs> it. Turn off all notifications on your I'm phone. I'm not going to do okay. that. I only do that for Raider games when they were good two years ago. Yeah, that was a long time ago. All right, so that'll... I mean, it's a very short window, too. We'll do it for Lytle's locks. Uh, we... We'll bring you around for closer to so draft. So after this week, I'll be 44 and 43. That's what you're hoping. Cool. That's dude. what you're hoping for. Although we didn't really agree on we didn't we didn't agree on a single. Pick. Oh well, the over unders we agreed on, but we're different. On so that's two picks we actually agreed on. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So we'll probably go two and four, both of us. No, I'm gonna get them all. <laughs> okay. Um, you can't go two and four, Jeff. No, that's right. We picked different. We just picked no, 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 because that's six things. You can only go two and two. Oh yes, my yeah. bad. Math is never a strong suit. I did just get my communications degree this week. I did cool. finish it on Monday. So, yeah. Nah, good Thank for you, you, dude. I did. Yeah. University, University of Phoenix. We rise. So, Hoorah. I'm uh, I'm now officially alum with Shaquille O'Neal, Larry Fitzgerald. Larry Fitz. Little Wayne. Louise. There's other people there. I could pull up a Google. I'll no, pull no, it up no, for, no, no, don't, don't. for pop culture segment. No, we'll get fine. to it. Don't we have a segment please. in between don't. that. Now it's time for winners and losers. There are Winners. I'm by winning. Winner, winner, ultimate winner. Wow, winning. And there are losers. Loser, 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 loser. Winners and losers for our conference championship preview episode. John, did you know that Tunnelgate was one year ago yesterday? I did know that. Oh, well, you, sir, are a genius. I saw it on, like, Snapchat or something. Okay, so maybe not. You just got reminded. Yeah. Uh, to those of you who do not know... The Los Angeles Clippers share the Staples Center with the Los Angeles Lakers. The Los Angeles Clippers had a game against the Houston Rockets a year ago. Things got a little heated on the court because, oh, I don't know, Chris Paul used to play for the Clippers, now plays for the Rockets. He's a little bitch. And Chris Paul uh, got into a little on-court confrontation with other notorious B-word, uh, Austin Rivers. I'm going to say that because he's not very popular. People no, look at him like the only reason you're in the league is because of your dad, Doc Rivers. It's Doc Rivers' son. Nobody so likes they, him. They get into a confrontation. And uh, I forget most of the details about who kind of snuck who, who smuggled who through, but there's secret tunnels in the uh, at most arenas, shocker, and uh, Staples Center, because it's so big, has more of them. So Chris Paul navigated a couple secret tunnels and took a couple Rockets players to go confront the Clippers over stuff that was happening on the court. And because anything that happens uh, in today's, today's age, ever since Watergate now just gets gate attached to it, Watergate was a political scandal, uh, for the White House, Clemson's visit, you could call it Foodgate, Clemsongate. Uh, oh, is it really that bad? I don't know. I don't know. Either. And then you've got uh, Spygate. Spygate. That's the Patriots. Deflategate. That's the Patriots. So just anything that goes on with the with the gates, you know, you yeah, know, you know, it's not sure, good. For so sure. Tunnelgate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was a year ago. Yeah. All right. Speaking of the White House, oh, actually, I take that back. Is that a winner or a loser? Because we changed it up. Now we don't we don't identify. We let we discuss if it's a winner or a loser. The so rocket thing. The tunnel gate. Is it's that a loser? Win? It's, it's a, a loser. loser. It's pathetic. That's, that's a loser. Okay. It's pathetic. They didn't even do anything. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. No fists were thrown. It was kind of like a hold me back, bro. Hold yeah. me back and see what I do. It was like an eighth grade fist fight on the blacktop. Homie, don't play like that. Yeah, it was bullshit. I was actually watching a lot of In Living Color on YouTube earlier today. Such a great show. Really? Oh, dude, the skits they went on with there, though, you could not get away with now. I'll check it out. Uh, I've never seen it. Marlon Wayans, Handyman. <laughs> I'll, I'll look <coughs> it up. Uh, Jim Carrey's on there, too. Jim Carrey. He's a funny son of a bitch. Oh, my God. One of my favorites. All right, moving along. Next up on the winner's losers list, we have 
the Red Sox, the World Series champion Boston Red Sox. So again, we're still talking about the Boston area for some reason. I really hope the Bruins don't do anything because uh, I can't take all four American sports happening, North American like prime sports happening to talk care. Boston. Um, the Red Sox have agreed to visit the White House on February 15th. Now, my question for you is, is this a winner or a loser? And I'll, I'll winner. give you... That's a winner. Okay. It's a winner because you're making the White House visit. We talked about this earlier, how you want to take the visit. It's important. It's historic. You can kind of tune out all the extra noise, even if you don't agree with certain stuff. Um, I just think it would be cool to go to the White House. I think it's still going to be an L if there were still in a government shutdown. And it's like, those guys saw what Clemson got. Could you imagine if you're the Red Sox and you pull up and that they don't even have nearly the spread that they had for Clemson? Because they're like, ah, those are growing kids. They need to eat more. And, like, you end up getting, like, six-hour-old White a Castle. catering service with actual food. It's not hard. It I happens st- for weddings or dinner parties I or companies. I just can't drop the thought of, like, Dabo on the team bus, right, just giving a little talk to his team, just, hey, guys, I know these are divisive times, and some of you, and especially in a football locker room, you have a lot of different backgrounds, so people might support, might not support. They're indifferent. And he goes, let's put all our differences aside. We're going to get a tour of the White House. We're going to get a press op. And we're going to have some good-ass food. And then you walk in, and you see that spread on the table. And that's what I'm saying. Dabo must have looked for the strength and conditioning coach. Just like, what the fuck is this? Just hit the, the uh, what is it, the Mr. Krabs meme where it's just the waves all around? Just, whoa. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> all right. So, uh, win for the Red Sox. Okay. Next up on the winner's I losers list. Win. I'll agree with that. Unless it's a shutdown, and then you guys get shafted with food, and you get shittier fast food. Uh, and oh, fast food that's been sitting out for longer. What if they just took all the filet of fishes that didn't get eaten and they put them in the fridge? And they're yeah, like, you know, we'll save these for the Red Sox. Freeze them and then they put them in the toaster oven mm-hmm. yeah, or something. Pretty sure that's what McDonald's does anyway. All right. Oh, for sure. Uh, um, next up on the winners losers list, Manny Machado, as we as we mentioned on the last episode, was offered an eight year deal by the Chicago White Sox. News has broke since then that the deal is worth up to 175 million dollars. John, is this a win or a loss? If he accepts a deal from the White Sox, it's a loss. For Machado. It's a win for his bank account, but a loss for any championship aspirations. I've always, just when you're making that much money, I don't get it. Why wouldn't you just take, I know it's $20 million, a shit ton of money, but why wouldn't you take a pay cup and, and go play for a contender? Like, you're a competitive professional sports athlete. Like, if you, if you want to win, I mean, the White Sox aren't ever going to win. Not in the, not in the next five years. And he's who, who's, hey, name a guy besides Jose Abreu on the White Sox right now. Yeah, do it. Uh, I would, but he just he got traded to the Red Sox. I was gonna say Chris Sale, but he got traded to the Red Sox years so ago. I was gonna say I don't know anybody on the White Sox really. <laughs> Jim, uh, no, Jim win for the bank account if you're gonna. It, I mean, loss it to go play. For remember Jermaine Die? He was a White Sox for a little bit. <laughs> Yeah, I do remember Jermaine Dye. Uh, so was uh, Frank Paul, Thomas Paul is one Canerco. of the best. No, Caner- Paul Canerco. I don't yes. like. I don't like him actually, because I grew up being a really big Frank Thomas fan, the uh, Big Hurt, and the motherfucker took Frank's job. Well, now Frank's selling uh, testosterone. testosterone. I don't give a shit. I love. Ask Frank your lady; Thomas. she'll I, like I, him too. <laughs> um, I'm gonna go loss if because it's for the White Sox. That's yeah. what I'm going with. Aaron Rowan also used to play on the White Sox, too. I could just go down the What line. a trash bag. A.J. Pruszynski was also on the White Sox. I can't think of any other White Sox players, though. There was a good defensive shortstop. Juan Uribe? Juan Uribe did play for the White I'm just, Sox. We're just going through White Sox that have made the transition to play for the, the Giants. Uh, what was that good picture, though? The white guy, uh, Bur- uh, oh, God. Mark Burley. Burley. Yep, Thank you. Almost re- or he threw a perfect game. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, 
So there's been some White Sox. Right now, none. No, they but suck. there's been some White Sox. I don't know. Yeah. I don't think Machado will sign with the White Sox. I think he should go play for a contender. He's we'll too. See. He's too good. What? He just. He just played on a shithole team in Baltimore. I mean, Baltimore had a couple good years where they were making runs, right? Well, that's the thing is he got paid. I'm pretty sure he got paid in Baltimore. He definitely kind of got cash, or he's definitely getting paid by uh, the White Sox. I mean, the uh, the Dodgers. Actually, it's a win because if he's not on the Dodgers, that's good for me. Yeah. <laughs> You're you're excited. You're pumped about that. Giants are gonna suck so bad anyway. <laughs> All right. Next up on the winners losers list. I don't know if you saw this kind of filibustering while I pull up the sound. Um, Snoop Dogg was in the news. Snoop Dogg Double G. I wanna, I wanna Good old Snoop Dogg. Yeah. What was Snoop Dogg in the in the news? Because he was commentating uh, on hockey for the L.A. Kings, and this is. This is awesome. You gotta, you gotta hear this. We're about to drop the fuck on the ice. We real close to our side of the line. He drops it as a real. He didn't drop it. He faked him. Faked him. Faked him. And faked him. Here we go again. Come on, ref. You looking at his eyes? Drop the puck. <laughs> Kicked him out. Gone. You gotta get a new person in there. Out of there. You talk too much. Somebody else. You talk too much. New guy. Dropped it. There he goes. Get your back. Watch your back. There it is. Right behind his back. Twenty-three trying to slide in where he ride in. Up against the wall. Kicks it through his knees. There it is right there. Oh, good. Good pass it inside, outside. Sounds like he doesn't know shit about hockey. The puck, slows it down, holds it down. Power play, not effective. But we still can regroup and get some money. Let's get some money. Come on, eight. Come on, eight. Eight, was that Doty? Oh, yeah. Doty, Doty, Doty. That's my dog. Let's go run the weed. Run a three-man weed. Get there, get there, get there, get there, get there. Watch your back. Turn it around. Get there. Come on, good job, Dodie. Good pass. <laughs> good get pass, Dodie. All right, and we'll cut it off there because, I mean, like, I'm, I'm totally for it. I'm just curious as to what the uh, hockey cohort thinks about it. We'll be getting their thoughts on that coming down the pike. So I've been teasing the, the hockey hockey guys coming back. They will. But, Yes, your thoughts on the on the video. I'm gonna go win, and and here's what I'm here's what I actually. We're talking hockey. It's a win for hockey. I thought about this a good while ago. There should be, I don't know if you would have it be an app or whatever it is where you let's say you have a sports game going on. I want there to be a bunch of different people calling the game. Jeff, you with me so far? Yes, yes, I hear you. A and, bunch of different people, and an you, eclectic group. Diff so a two guys, two guys here, two guys here, hey, don't all doing their own thing. Don't forget about the women. It's 2019. People, guys, like you, that's a group. What up, guys? There could be women in there. Yes. You're not just hollering at the males. Okay. And then we, the viewer, Jeff, we get to pick which commentators we want to listen to. So you could listen to Al Michaels, the generic shit, or you could listen to Snoop Dogg, or you could listen to a couple of drunk guys calling a game you pick whatever you want to listen to how does that sound to you so espn's kind of run with that idea already just a little bit i don't know this uh for the national championship game you know for big espn productions like that and sometimes for the finals they do where they get a bunch of different espn talent so like uh for example last year the dan lebitard uh show they they did something out of miami where they just they called it the drunk Levitard, or they called it, it the dunk Levitard, but it ended up like. being the drunk Levitard because Dan showed up drunk and was cussing on camera, nice. which was awesome. But yeah, you get away from Mark Jackson, Mike Breen, and Jeff Van Gundy because those guys do a great job. They do a great job. But sometimes, maybe for one quarter, I want to escape and I want to listen to like a 
a drunk Mike Golick Jr. and Trey Wingo talk basketball for a change. And and it's just like you turn you turn on the channel to watch it, and then like the the options of the broadcasters come. It could be people might want to listen to a couple average Joes who are big sports fans, and they're just calling like we're cut. What is he doing? They want to listen to us. None of this, like, oh, yeah. Right? Could you imagine that? It just you need to you need to keep it real with your play-by-play. Somebody takes a terrible shot, just have somebody scroll. What the fuck are you taking yes, that shot exactly. for? Exactly. Yeah. exactly. That was terrible. Yeah. yeah. I I you know so I think this is a win. I think it's cool. I I, I agree with you. You know what? Snoop Dogg is a pretty smart, funny fucker too. It's but it was very apparent that he knew nothing, nothing about hockey. <laughs> I don't either. So yeah, I mean, so that's how I would have called what it. Did, oh God! What did oh, he, he hits him with the slippy slap? And yeah, the whole, right. Baby. He had to double check and verify who was who. And just, oh yeah, it's my dog. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that is Dodie. Yeah. He can sleep and ride and die. And it's just he did a bunch of little rhyming in there too. But I like that when they they in hockey how you know if you go too early they'll they'll move somebody out of the face off and they'll bring a new guy. Yeah, and yeah. He goes, what happened? Oh. You oh, talk you too you're much. talking too much. <laughs> yeah, you gotta go. <laughs> All right, I, so I yeah. like it. Cool. Good. He, he didn't. Cl- how long did he call for? Uh, that video clip. Well, we only played. I only played about a minute thirty of that. That clip that I pulled off of Twitter was about two forty. So I'm not so sure. He, I'm not sure if he did a bunch, but he so probably, maybe like during a like until a commercial break. He, he and then he just probably called the power play. Yeah. yeah, he probably came in for one of those interviews where they're just like, "Oh, what's going on in your life?" And then he's like, "Hey, actually, can I can, can I, I call do, the, yeah, a little like, bit of commentary?" Like, oh shit, you're Snoop Dogg. Sure, yeah. why not? The Dizzle wants yeah, to do why a little calm yeah. Dizzle. I, yeah. I think that's cool. Yeah. So that's good for them. All right. Uh, transitioning now from winners and losers to the pop culture update. Are you are you stupid? It just doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. I tell you, it just doesn't matter. 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 But we're still going to talk about it. Why? Well, because it's in the news. That's why. All right, I'm going to start this off. This isn't really in the news, but this is some self-gloss. I hinted at it earlier. Recently graduated from the University of Phoenix. So, you know, pat on the back to myself. It's uh, I, you know, I'm just happy I stuck with it, and it took way too long. But I joined the ranks of famous alumni such as these people. Nick Buchert, an NBA referee. Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, by the way, you might have heard of him. He's a uh, professional football player for the he's, Arizona Cardinals. He's pretty good. Paul Goldschmidt. Might have heard of him. He plays for the Arizona he's Diamondbacks. He's no, he good. doesn't. He no, got traded to the Cardinals. Oh, excuse me. Okay, sorry. You didn't know that? No, I didn't. About two months ago, the Cardinals traded for him. Oh. That's a great move for the Cardinals. I slipped on that. I'm sorry. And a great move for the Giants because they don't have to pitch that guy anymore. Um, and Lisa Leslie. Three-time WNBA MVP. She's a legend. Four-time Olympic gold medal winner. Yeah. She's a legend. She graduated in 2009 with a master's. And then uh, this one, the big diesel, Shaquille O'Neal. In hey. 2005 with his master's, he's a three-time NBA Finals MVP and 15-time NBA All-Star. You can catch him on Thursdays on TNT uh, with Inside the NBA. So that's all online schooling? That is all, yeah. It's Good job, Jeff. All online schooling. Um, did the AA at a local JC and then finished out the rest of it after uh, lots of attempts. Quite the achievement, Jeff. I'm proud yeah. of you. There's a lot of times I was ready to give up, but I didn't because I was like, you know what? This is going to come in handy. And now I am a college graduate doing a podcast out of my mom's garage. So I've really elevated Don't give myself. Up. Don't ever give up. Don't never give up. So that'd be the that'd be the advice I have to Jimmy offer. Jimmy V told you, dude. Don't ever give up. All right. Um. Next up on the pop culture list, I don't know if you've seen this video going around. This guy went viral. Apparently, this guy's horse got bitten by a rattlesnake, and he carried it three miles back to the village. But here's the real story. Na, na, na. That horse did not get bitten by a rattlesnake. That's just a Ukrainian strongman who, oh, by the way, lifts horses for fun. 
That's fucking crazy. It's it's insane. I mean, obviously, he's not traveling very fast because, I don't know, he's got 1,500 pounds on his back. But still, to be able to pick up a horse and carry it, right? Like, this guy... I'm watching, like, the... Before you clip, click on, like, uh, you, you search it, mm-hmm. and it just shows you, like, a little, like, demo or whatever. Yeah, but, right? Yeah. At first, you're looking at it like, why isn't the cameraman helping this guy? But then you realize, no, oh, okay. Dude, that is so fucking crazy. He's just picking up the, the horse for fun. That is so crazy. The fact that the horse even allowed him to do that, A, is amazing. A horse whisperer, for sure. Dude, you have to be in... Oh, my God. Yeah. You... Could, you <laughs> Four of four of you couldn't even do that, Jeff. No, uh, that hurts my feelings, but it's probably true. No, it's a hundred percent true. Do you know yeah, how much? That's what I'm saying. It hurts my feelings. So. I'm look up how much a horse weighs. It probably weighs anywhere from twelve to fifteen hundred pounds. A ton and a half. Did you just look it up or something? No, I didn't. I'm on. I'm looking up um, what's trending on Twitter. <laughs> that's that's how I resorted to doing the pop culture segment. Eight hundred and forty pounds to two. So I was very safe in the middle. Yeah, no, I would that's pass on the price. Probably, right. Dude, you probably like fucking nailed, nailed how it. heavy that horse was. Nailed it right on the head. I bet eight forty is super small, and that looked like a pretty beefy horse that guy was carrying. That's nuts. Yeah, uh, that's pop. That's pop culture. Yeah, that is pop culture because okay. it's on the interweb and on Twitter, and Twitter runs everything now. All right, uh, next up on the pop culture update, the Jersey Shore's Mike the Situation Sorrentino. Oh surrendered himself for his prison sentence. Uh, and all I can say is... Was it tax evasion? He looked at his taxes and said, We got a situation over here. Hey, cabs are here. Yeah, because he wasn't... Well, that was Pauly D. But, um... <laughs> same fucking thing. Who cares? They're all the same people. Jim Tan laundry, get drunk, fight. Yeah, that yeah. sounds great, actually. That's what they were doing. I love going to the gym and doing laundry. Um, and getting drunk. What about tanning? I don't tan. I'm Italian. I'm okay. Well, they're Italian too, man. So. Yeah, but I got nice skin. That's so weird how Italy's like that. How like some Italians are like, yeah, they're super hairy and, and like you know just Neanderthalish, and then you got the other ones who are like, they're really close to Greece, so they look like gods, and then you got the other Italians who are like, I got a big nose. I eat pasta. You know. I'm the big nose. <laughs> hairy, I'm the hairy, hairy big nose pasta guy. Oh no! I just, I just totally. Uh, what are the stereotyped Italians? I love your food and your people. Please don't get mad at me, Italians. I like Italian we're, people. We're nice guys. Okay, good. You can understand that an Irishman had a little bit of whiskey, and now he's mouthing off. So we did have a shot of whiskey. Proper twelve. Proper twelve. It was. It went down smooth. A proper shot. Yeah. I'm still gonna buy Jameson and drink Jameson. But okay. Well, you know, he collaborated with Jameson to make. How that, much so. was that bottle? Uh, Matteo bought it for me, so I don't question that. But he Why? said it was about twenty-five bucks. Why did Matteo buy that for you? Because I said I wanted it a long time ago on the podcast. And, and, he's he's like, and Merry Christmas. Really? Yeah. Mateo's so much nicer. So I bought than him I. a sandwich. I was just like, I feel really bad about this. So here you go. Here's a sandwich. Because I totally mouthed off. I, was I don't like, like when people do that, Jeff, for the record. What? Just because someone buys you something doesn't mean you have to do something in return for I that. don't. I, but in the moment, I just No, you felt him. guilty. I know. And you yeah. shouldn't. That's a nice gesture that a nice man did for you. And you don't have to. You're people right, don't buy gifts to go. Oh, he better get me something You're back. You're right. I should have I should have taken a bottle of whiskey and been like, "Thank you. This is a proper You're trade a pr- for letting you come onto my podcast." Exactly what I was thinking. I but see, that would in the moment, I don't know. I would I would I felt felt like a giant I jerk if I did you that. A, did I, I maybe brought a beer. You brought a couple beers for me. Yes. There was a moment there where we were like slugging like three or four an episode and things got a little bad and I was just like, "We need to reel this in." I just brought one today. My takes were getting slurry and I was like, "You know, we could do the damage with just a shot of whiskey and be and be fine." Yeah. All right. Uh, next up on the pop culture update, if my phone works, um, Soldier Boy, you is coming after Drake. 
Why? Bad move for Soldier Boy. Well, Drake's gonna body him. He's saying that Soldier Boy is saying, is it it's is it B O Y? I could have swore back in the day it was B O I. Boy, wasn't it? Soldier Boy. I don't know. Yeah. So anyway, he's he's uh he's coming after Drake. He said Drake copied his whole flow, right? So oh my god, there was Are an you interview. Me? There was an interview that he gave to the Breakfast Club, <laughs> Fuck this and guy, uh, I just I want you to listen to this real quick, okay? I would like it's, to. It's actually. very. It's actually pretty low key valid, and it and it, you know Drake's been known to bite flows. I bet it's not valid at okay. all. Okay, it's yeah, it's pretty subtle, but here you go. I'm actually I'm really solid. What, me personally? Why? Because he was locked up. Yes. Okay, he, I was locked up too, nigga. They came up with a number one record. The Drake beef. Look yo! Crossed, look how he Yo, Meek Mill ain't beef with Chris Brown and was finna box with Floyd Mayweather. He beef with Drake, the biggest rapper in the world. <laughs> Drake? <laughs> Drake? The nigga that got body by Pusha T? The nigga that hiding his kid from the world, but his world wanna hide from the kid? Ugh. Arby Graham in a wheelchair? Drake? Yes! Y'all niggas better stop playing with me. <laughs> Is that Soldier Boy talking? Like I ain't Drake everything he knows. Sounds like an idiot. You know. Y'all ain't hear Drake on his first song. Tell me what's really going on. Drizzy Drake back in his thing already. What's that? That's oh, Soldier. That's oh, my bar. Shit. He copied my oh, whole fucking shit. flow. That's kiss me through the phone. He copied my whole fucking flow. Oh, word for shit. word, bar for bar. Oh, Don't act shit. like I didn't. Make Drake, nigga, don't do that. Oh, my God. Well, gosh. you didn't necessarily make Drake. I will stop you there. But I do want to find the soundbite that I heard. You earlier. can say that Justin Timberlake is biting everything Michael Jackson did. Shut up. That is true. Uh, Shut up. Soldier Boy is not a good rapper. He's not a good artist. He had one dumbass song that you danced to when you're in high school, if you're me. Nobody else knows who. Hey, whoa, freshman year, man. Yeah, that was. A yeah, good I one. was a senior. Okay. Nobody else knows who you are. Shut up. That's you don't up. come at Drizzy Drake. He's got. He's got Billboard top. Ch- he he broke the Beatles record for most songs on the Billboard 100 at once. Did you hear that, Jeff? Yes. He I heard broke it. the record of the Beatles. Yeah, no, I heard it. Soldier Boy must be broke. Let's see if I can find it because he he posted something on his social media where he's he he has proof where he says that this is uh See, he needs to show that he had proof because nobody listened to that stupid uh, ass yeah, song. No, I've lost it already. I have to find it on social nobody media. Nobody listened to Kiss to Me so- Kiss Me Through the Phone apparently has that same bar as Drake's like first, you know. Who cares? People bite people's stuff all the time. Yeah. And they throw it in their rap songs. It's fine. Like Snoop said, we don't love them hoes. <laughs> I wish I could have found that other soundbite. That would have been like, it's very, it's it's literally just Are we fun. still doing winners, losers? Because no, Soldier no, Boy is, is a loser. I was say, this is yeah, pop I know culture. it's pop okay. culture. Okay, shut up. Uh, yeah, so it sucks for, it sucks for him. But um, And he said he got bodied by Pusha T. Who's Pusha T? You don't know who Pusha T is? I know who he oh, is, but so well, name one song by Pusha T. Um, yeah, exactly. Shut up. I could go back to the clips, Dave. Shut Grinding. up. Was he on the clip? Grinding. Is that like the what Pharrell produced? It was his, yeah. It was him and his brother that formed clips, and then Pharrell was doing beats. Dude. Um, what a bunch of losers. Damn, he's got, oh, what is that, that album, Darkest Before Dawn or something like that? It's, it's a really you good album. You don't even know what it I is. I know. I, but if I punched it, but I could, I, could, I could rap along with it in the car if I listened to it. I, I just don't remember the name. I just feel like it's like two broke guys taking shots at like the king. Like, come on. Man. Okay. Well, you know. Come on. Hey, try. 
Uh, trying to see if there's anything else worth mentioning in the pop culture update. This just in. Soldier Boy is a bitter little bitch. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, that'll that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. I don't, what if I had something for pop culture? Oh, well, for me, I should say. That'll do it for me on the pop, pop culture pop, update. Pop. What do you have for the pop culture update, say? I don't got Okay, it. you don't have anything. All right, anything, any parting shots that you want to take at me, anybody in the sporting world, anything, just any parting shots you want to take, just get your why last would I? Then. Why would I take a shot at you? I don't know. I just thought maybe you'd want to, you know, offer an outlet. I dragged you out here on a weeknight to come do this, and you're away from your wife who's in a in a powerless home. And no, our power's back on. Oh, it's back on. Okay. She's at her friend's house. Anyway. That's good. You know, the power's back on just in time for you to go home and get on the sticks. What are you playing lately? I'm still playing PUBG. Really? So I beat Red Dead. Right? Re- great game. Great game. Love great Red game. Dead. I haven't seen you since you beat it. What do you mean? I haven't seen you since you beat Red Dead. Oh, really? It's, it's been, been that, that long. long. Wow. So, um, but the online sucks ass. Really? It sucks. Okay. So, I don't play Red Dead. You mean because there's just a bunch of people running around on horses shooting each other? Just pow, pow, Well, pow, it's just one-shot headshots. It's stupid. Yeah. Um, it's just stupid. I could I could really boil up. I think I, what's really cool about that game is the details that went into it. Cause did you pay? I watched a YouTube video where it talks about like when you go through a uh, Valentine, there's a there's a store that's being built in the beginning of the game, oh, and as you progress wow. and keep going through that, Valentine, yeah. the building actually slowly erects, and it talks about pastures that change. There'll be certain parts of the forest that get cut See, down. See, that's like a game I think you kind of like sit on and then you go back and play it like a year oh, or yeah. two from now and then you kind of take your time. I, I rushed through it towards the end because I wanted to be ready for the online because mm-hmm. I was pumped for it and it sucks. Um, wow. And now I'm still playing uh, PUBG. You can hear that rain outside, huh? It's raining. It's coming down. But, uh, yeah, no, so I was so excited. I, I feel like I did too. I rushed through Red Dead too because I was... Uh, I. I'm playing Assassin's well, you, you Creed Odyssey. Play Assassin's Creed yeah. pretty bad. It's probably pretty good, right? It is. It's very good, but it's super open world, and it's just one of those games that you could get lost in it too. Yeah. But I also I had to make up time, right? Because I was playing Origins, uh, Syndicate, and um, Unity all before I played Odyssey. Like I wanted to catch up on my, yeah, on, my on, on Assassin's Creed, and then I was sprinkling in some Madden, NBA Live, and uh, and UFC three, which is actually pretty dope. I game. do have a Nintendo Switch, so I've been playing Ooh. a little bit of the new uh, Smash Bros. game. Okay. Which is really good. Just what like about a, what about Mario Kart? How's that on that? I have Mario Kart Eight Deluxe, and it's fun as shit. I saw that at a uh, Third Street Aleworks. They have it on one of their TVs. Flan and I went in there one night. And for you can a play it. You can you can play it. We were oh. like we were like one of the six people in that bar. We just sat at the bar, and the bartender like, comes I over, like and he Third gives. Third Street's kind of going down. It is. It is. Bit. But he gave us our beers, and he handed over the Switch controllers. He's like, "You guys want to race?" And I'm like, "Nah, we're cool. We're just gonna have a beer here, and then we're probably gonna bounce, go to Osceola's." But you know, like yeah. it was just a nice little nice little first stop. No, I don't think I have anything that I want to get. I wish I would have thought of it. I'm sure there's something that pisses me. Right. Well, I could bitch about the Giants and you'll, the Raiders You'll get home and text me and just be like, damn it, dude, I could have definitely vented about X. You know, like, I, 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 I could bitch about the Raiders and Giants for a long time, but uh, I'm not You like to. the Oracle Park n- name change? I don't care. I don't think it sounds as good as AT&T. Yeah. But guess what? We're just, we're just shouting out some big-name brand. Some big corporate sponsor. Rage Against the Machine, I'm, I'm old school. I'm just going to call it Pac Bell Park. I don't give yeah. a shit. I wish well, I we wish should call it b- fucking Barry Bond Stadium. That's what they should call it. That's they built that ballpark for... They built that ballpark for Bonds to hit that shit into the water. That Let's keep true. it real. Yeah. I think it's um, called like a Willie Mays Field, but they need to come up with like an actual like stadium well, name. It's not called like, Willie Mays Field, is it? Is it I, I believe it so. It should be. Uh, why not call it? You know, why can't we have a stadium like uh, like Yankee Stadium or Wrigley Field or like you know give us give us yeah. something that just 
Because you, know, you, you gotta like, get your money. I know, that's why. But at least come up with a name for it, right? So just be like, uh, uh, this is uh, Dunkin' Donuts San Francisco Stadium. How about this? Like, I'll say this right now. Fucking make up your mind. Trade Bumgarner, trade Tony Watson, trade Will Smith, trade Joe Panic, or don't fucking do it. Quit. Oh, God, I'm... Baseball's gonna suck this year, Jeff. Got I you just amped up. Huh? All right, I said we got you amped up. We'll keep that energy for next episode. Yeah. All right. But no, I, I love Jeff. I'm not gonna take shots at you. That would be it's yeah, uncalled for. It's a family. It's you know. How about you, Jeff? Anything you want to bitch about or anything? No. Cool. We're yeah. happy people. I had an article that I wrote that got pulled because <laughs> the, the, guy, the guy I interviewed. I, <laughs> I interviewed a guy. I know it's. <laughs> It sounds a lot worse than it actually is, but it was like it was a really good, a really good article, and we're still working on a way of putting it up, uploading it. But the guy I interviewed, I included his name, and like everything was fine. And then a day later, he texts me, and he's just like, "Actually, I think it's, I don't, I don't want it up there anymore." So I was like, "All right." So we took it off, and I talked to my editor. I was just like, "What are we gonna do?" He's like, "I'll talk to him." And it's been a saga now for about four or five days. So I think we're close to actually getting it uploaded. I'm just gonna change his name to an anonymous friend of, you know, insert name there. But uh, it's just he didn't like because he's still working for the company that we were talking about. And, gotcha. And it was just and like, maybe he said some things. He didn't say some things. He just took some tapes that weren't initially his and gave them to the rightful owner, <laughs> even though Comcast may have been still technically in ownership of them. Uh, but he's worked for Comcast for like 40 years. I was like, there's no way they're going to well, fire they're you. They're going to know who this is, so you shouldn't even. Oh, like Comcast is listening. If Comcast is listening to the podcast, thank you very much and give your tech worker Sam a raise because he, <laughs> he came out and fixed my Wi-Fi and the digital receivers here at the house. So give Sam a raise. Don't and worry about who I was talking he probably to. Probably gave good customer service. Was chill, dude. It was. Ve- he came on a Sunday. Wow. Before football started. Oh, you needed that. I'm because the red zone. The red zone was <laughs> acting up. I'm telling you, man. This is a, like a month. A month overdue. But Comcast, you give Sam a raise, okay? Because we gave him a bottle of champagne, and he needs. He needs more than that. He okay? does. He deserves it. Sam, so, shout out. On that note, uh, for the haters and losers, of which there are many. Until next time. Peace out. Barn out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get the yeah. shit back. Hey. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a floss, I'm a gloss, I'm a cop that easy. Run the spot for some chops, I'm about that greasy. Shorty coming to the spot, but no bleep, don't tease me. I think she hang around the click trying to get on TV. I know I'm talked about a lot when I'm gone, don't see me. Trust the process, man, I'm going Joel and Beasy. I'm a boss like Rick Ross, I'm a gold, no keeper. Freestyling, got a wet, that's a LA leaker. Guess who's coming out your eardrum and your speaker? I met the parents and they impressed how I treat her. Bag on passenger side, sting Ray two seater. Randy Johnson with the flow got Glow got heated. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit. I'm about to make it out of the pit. Why they bad, I'm a hit. Line here and switch from my crown to the shin dick. Now they a miss when I'm gone, nigga. Bitch, don't call that's a tip. I'm about to walk around with my shit. I never heard it down to the dips. I'm always out of town for the glitz, 100 miles for the trip. But my style, that's a chip. Yeah, niggas at the house doing whips. 
couple stupid kids and we about to be next. I ain't have to rock a dial while the flex. See the glam, you see flex. I got diamonds and flesh, nigga. Friends turn to sketch, niggas real fast. Life can't prep you on this like a meal plan. Shorty said to come through, but she still playing. I got bills, nigga, too, that I'm still paying. They really do you bad when you lit. They really do you bad when you wit. I came in here sad, represent. I took a different nav, I'm a pit.